you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact. We got the Vegas Bad Boys here. Matt Michaels, Sin City, Steve Simon Street. And of course, our special guest is always here, Mr. Travis himself. Welcome, everybody, to Three Count. Yes, sir. Excuse me while we uh, fix the lighting here. Gonna be like a Tony Khan and Wembley Stadium live on TV, pay per view. What do we put it on? YouTube? Where are we doing this show from? There we go. All right. Perfect. Live from Chicago. Speaking of Tony Khan, his hometown. I, I, I want to uh, stop by and have lunch with him tomorrow. Oh, there you go. That should be nice. That's not his hometown. That's just where he gets some of the best plug for the powder he needs to make his booking oh, no. decisions. <laughs> no, that was obviously L.A. As I stated last week, after L.A., Wembley, Nigel, uh, Commander, Everyone was signed in one week. Sky blue. Uh, you got a point. You got a point. The powder is whiter in California. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, Travis. We got a comment here from one of our uh, our listeners, John. He said, man, were you at Raw in Seattle? Yeah, I was, which was also uh, horrible weather. I'm here in Chicago. Don't get me started on the weather report. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm, I figure these late Raws, you know, it's it's almost May. I can get some good weather. But no, no. If it's, yeah. But no. yeah, Raw in Chicago tomorrow or this week, whenever you guys hear this, sold out 14,000. Yeah. Two other shows coming to Chicago, AEW, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, look, uh, if, you're, if you're with us live, make sure you throw your comments in the chat book, the chat box, sorry, here on YouTube Live, Facebook, and um on twitch and that's a new uh, that's a new uh social media the chat book maybe i can get a blue check for free instead of eight dollars <laughs> that is a good possibility <laughs> all, right. all right so with that we're uh we're gonna start our three count we got three good topics so let's get started right now it's time biggest bad boys of podcasting present Count talk. Count talk, baby. Here is our first one. And it is CM Punk reportedly returning to AEW on debut episode of New Saturday Show. So it just reads a little bit like this. It says that it now appears to be a matter of when and not if CM Punk will return to AEW. Dave Meltzer reported in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter that the two-time AEW World Champion is currently slated for a return on June 17th at the United Center in Chicago, which is speculated to be the premier date and location for AEW's new Saturday show, AEW Collision. Now, the building has reportedly been booked and an official announcement should come soon 
Once the deal with Punk and Warner Brothers Discovery are finalized, fans can expect heavy promotion and likely a theme name for the event as well. Multiple sources told Meltzer that WBD wanted Punk back in AEW to be a star of the new Saturday show. Although some have heard differently on the financial front, WBD it says $500,000 per hour in general for the first run programming, which will result in AEW earning an extra $52 million per year for the new Saturday show. It was noted that Punk being a part of the deal wasn't something that AEW necessarily had to make, but his role was labeled extremely important. The decision for Punk to return has made several weeks ago despite hitting a snag that appears to have worked out. While not specified, that snag have involved Punk blasting John Moxley and others at the end of the march over the fact that he supposedly was asked to compete without being medically cleared from his foot injury. All right. Big news here. We look like we got a little bit more information. I'm going to go to our guest as always, Mr. Travis CM Punk. He looked like he's going to be taking over this new Saturday show. What is your take? He's going to be taking over a lot of things. I'll tell you that much. The, the backstage, the catering, the production. Yeah. Probably the booking, you know. Um, where do we start? I mean, this could be a whole episode itself about this topic. You know, I mean, let's just start with the show. Uh, yeah. They're running Chicago twice in about a three-week period yeah. during during that. United Center and then their, their usual venue um, outside of Chicago. I mean, where like I said, where do I start? Do I start with does Tony only feel comfortable running, you know, returning punk in Chicago? Like I would have tried to hit a, a new market. Yeah. You know, I would have maybe tried to hit Brooklyn, maybe tried to hit Orlando, you know, Tampa, you know, give me a new market because yes, you're gonna get the initial pop and you're gonna get that rating, but let's just go back. What's the rating gonna be three weeks later? You know, what's what's the rating going to be a month later? Because if they're not at the, at their million, 1.1, and they're back at 850, would did the punk thing, you know, work out? On top of that, uh, the show's on Saturday, and they're going to have a lot of preemptions, and they're going to have a lot of competition. You know, don't let, let, don't let it be a, a, a month where there's a big boxing event. Because you know you're going to have a WWE pay-per-view one Saturday, a UFC pay-per-view the other Saturday, and a big boxing event third Saturday. And that's all going against, you know, this new you know, AEW show. So yeah. if Punk is on that show, if that is his show, like people are, are, are saying, how is he really going to be mentally and just personally if ratings suck? You know, because of all the preemptions, because of all the, the competition. You know, yeah. is he going to be comfortable sitting, you know, in that, you know, company on the third show of the week and maybe doing something equal, uh, something equal to Rampage, but not as good as Dynamite? Is he going to be comfortable with that? You know? Right. So I it's it's interesting. There, Like I said, this, this whole topic could be a, a whole show because. What, what does that tell people? So can Andrade come, this is no secret, can Andrade come back and really bitch slap the fuck out of Sammy Guevara and be like, hey, what are you going to do to me? Can't fire me because you kept the other guy. You know, are we going to have people just fed up eventually and, and beat up their coworkers and say, what are you going to do to me? So I don't know. 
I, you know, I, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest CM Punk fan. I understand Punk. I, I understand his attitude. Uh, is he worth it for the company? If, if Tony feels he's worth it, then I, I, you know, it's something different. Not like there's been, there haven't been people who fought before in the past. You know, everyone's going to say, you know, Sean and Marty, you know, Sean and Brett. So it's, yeah. it, it's there, but how much, you know, it just seems like, okay, we're, it's, it happened, but we're going to separate everyone. So are you really making money off of this then? Or are you just going to try to make money off of a, a Twitter war between Punk and Jericho and totally ignore, you know, uh, the Bucks and, and Omega and Hangman? Where, where, where are we? Let me, are let we, me go. Let me are go. we reducing FTR to Saturday nights? You know, where, where are we? Yeah. Let me go over to you right quick, Sin City. Uh, I mean, those are some questions that uh, Travis has that's pretty good. But I noticed in this article, it also says on the financial front that WPD pays $500,000 uh, an hour in general for the first-run programming. And it should result in AEW earnings an extra $52 million per year uh, from the new Saturday show. Is, is that considered pretty uh, – uh, pretty, uh, pretty good deal for them. Would you say? Does a bear shit in the woods? Of course, yes. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I, I think that if they're if WBD is willing to give the time slot, then AEW and Tony Khan would be foolish to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, yeah, it it's it's a win win. Um, obviously, we know that yes. WBD is undergoing, uh, you know, a lot of changes right now, some consolidations, some, you know, some mergers and and all of this kind of stuff. But the fact is they absolutely love the AEW programming that they've gotten Uh, so much so that we've seen the lineup of shows go from Dynamite to Rampage to now All Access to now Collision. Okay, I mean, it, it seems to me as if they are all in with AEW as well. Yeah. Simon Streak, part of that same thing said, look, uh, it was noted that Punk being a part of the deal wasn't something that AEW necessarily had to make, but his role was labeled extremely important. I mean, it looked like maybe they could have made this deal without him, but apparently they feel he's important. Um, uh, what's your take on this? You feel that... To have this deal, they needed to have Punk to be a part of it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, to be completely honest with you, they couldn't do any worse. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they they've been in situations to where they have had a lot less to work with. You know, yeah, Punk can be a bit of a wild card, but I think some of that stuff is. I'm not going to say it's behind him because I'm not punk, obviously, but I can say that uh, I don't think it can get any worse with him. So why not do it? And like I said, even last week, uh, you know, come on, man, you paying that dude a lot of money. I mean, do you want to just see him sit at home and watch hockey all day? Nah, bring your ass to work. Yeah. Matt Michaels, I mean, uh, Travis brings up some pretty good things. I mean, what what could this – I mean, how could the work culture look going forward bringing him back and, you know, all these different people that have been uh, let go or been suspended or whatever for all different things that took place backstage? I mean, what is the one – what are they supposed to look 
at that, you know, seeing what's happening with Punk Return? Uh, it's absolutely the most asinine fucking thing because it's it's who Phil Brooks is. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's in it for himself, and he always has been. And that's a fact. And the fact of the matter is, is that I'm guaranteeing that whatever it was that got him to say yes, he got the control he wanted on this. So it's going to be the CM Punk show. Welcome to Pee Wee's Playhouse, but for a fucking 50-year-old <laughs> wrestler. You know, he can get away with wearing the Pee Wee Herman outfit, though. Real talk with the red bow tie and everything and that gray ass suit. But you got to have, you got to rock the shoes and you got to do like the dance. I'm just saying. They might as well just fucking make the Saturday show a Chicago show and just have it run out of Chicago. Just have Phil just host it with all his buddies and they can fucking slap each other on the ass and he can still make his ridiculous contract because this is the man who loves wrestling but sat out seven years because no one would pay him the shit that Tony Khan would pay him. So fuck him. I've never really cared for the guy and um, that's it, man. I, I, I just... I. I don't care. But real talk, wouldn't it be cool if Hobbs wore like a Jerry Crow and wore like a cowboy uh, hat? That'd be cool. It'd really be like he was playing on. It took you a minute to figure that out. We all are the same age, so we all watch Pee Wee Herman's play out. Where, where's the mute button? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong hey, show. Uh, it's, it's the next show after this one, Travis. It's, uh, actually, it's actually Twitter. But um, no to a... Yes. Something that you know, which would be interesting, is why not do it out of Chicago every week? You know, people may act, act like that's weird, but where the fuck is NXT every week? Yeah. Orlando, you know. So why not? Because I, I go back. You know, I I like to I like to study numbers. So let's start with travel. AEW production. I'm not even talking about talent. Let's start. With, you know, commentators, referees production crew will be working all these shows. They fly to whatever stadium on Tuesday for Dynamite, do Dynamite on Wednesday, most likely tape Rampage on Thursday or Rampage on Wednesday. If they have a Saturday show, what are they doing between Thursday and Friday? Do they fly home Thursday to fly back to the city for Saturday on Friday and work Saturday? <laughs> You know, what if there's a live rampage? Are they doing rampage and the Saturday show in the same city, or there's two different cities? So does the production crew fly out Tuesday, work Wednesday, live on the road Thursday, work rampage Friday, work ramp uh, the Saturday show Saturday, and then fly home Sunday? You know, this is stuff Travis, that Travis, Travis, you you forgot about AEW Dark and After Dark and possibly dark and <laughs> darker than dark and darkness dark oh, chocolate, you know? and RO fucking age There's well see all those but those are like once a month tapings in Orlando so that's why you know I, I didn't factor those in but realistically you know I mean like and that's stuff people don't realize people go to you buy your ticket for raw you buy your ticket for smackdown you buy your ticket for dynamite you think oh all this came up together earlier this, this afternoon you know uh, I'm 10 minutes away from the arena right now and they're in the arena setting up for raw and it's nothing like it's a big major set it's just a regular monday night raw set but there's 18 you know 18 wheelers over there right now just setting up and that's what 
you know, I don't know if Tony understands this. I'm not knocking whatever the product may be, however Phil or CM Punk is going to act or whatever. But what are you doing production? Because this is like you ask about the 52 million. This is where a lot of it's going to go. It's for the travel for the crew. Yeah. You know, what do you really do? Do you do you send your referees out? Or do you split your referees up? Do you hire more referees? Like, really, they fly out th Tuesday, they work Wednesday. You know, what are they doing Thursday and Friday? And 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 that's 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 my that's honestly my biggest question, you know. And I, you know, we I, we brought it up last week, and it's the same thing about the Wembley show. I know it's a different topic, but if you're not putting this on pay per view, why are you flying your crew over the across the pond? You know, where are you making your money back? So that's that's what I'm having it weekly in Chicago wouldn't be the worst thing. And like I said before, we came on air. Chicago seems to be a very AEW, you know, heavy audience fan base so yeah it, it may not be the worst thing to run it out of chicago as long as you can for Let's for a while it, pitch it to him okay we'll see what he do we'll pitch it to him I'll, I'll, i have lunch with him tomorrow because i gotta give him his comps for raw and I you know see what's gonna happen <laughs> tony tony khan has a great uh, a big announcement <laughs> happening on dynamite yeah, right. it's gonna be, gonna be a selfie with bad buddy this week that's right <laughs> all right you gotta get in the count too and this one is backstage talk on WWE and Warner Brothers Discovery possibly working together. AEW's deal with WBD and more. So the way that this reads, it says there's been a lot of interest within WWE this week about AEW partner Warner Brothers Discovery potentially being interested in the WWE TV media rights. Former USA Network Executive Vice President of Original Programming James Andrew Miller, who now works as a best-selling author and journalist, appeared on the Jimmy Traina's SI Media podcast this week and said he wouldn't be surprised if WBD went for the WWE media rights, adding that he knows of people at WBD who are interested in working with WWE. Now, WBD, parent company of TBS and TNT, among others, currently airs AEW programming and is believed that the relationship is good. However, WWE is the king of the industry, especially when it comes to outside media. In the new interview, Trina asked Miller if there are other companies besides Fox and NBCU that would like to work with WWE. Quote, I think so, and I wouldn't be surprised despite the fact that money is such an issue for them. I wouldn't be surprised if Warner Brothers Discovery wouldn't like a slice of that WWE pie, end quote, he said. Now, Miller continued and speculated on Raw possibly moving to a new night. Quote, Monday night does not have to be on Monday night. Monday night is a tough night because if you go through the calendar all year round, there's sports on Monday night. And if you could, if you're Runner Brother Discovery, you could say, we're going to move to a different night. We could have the NBA on Thursday night, but we're going to figure out a different night for it. All of a sudden, it becomes very attractive, end quote. Now, Miller would then ask if WBD would want WWE programming in addition to AEW programming, which is a deal both companies likely would not go for or if wbd would want wwe instead of AEW, he replied quote i don't know i know i just know there are people at warner brothers who are interested in wwe end quote now in an update a new report from pw insider notes that when miller's comments came out a lot of people within wwe were immediately interested with some questionings whether there was anything to miller's claim or if he was just speculating it appears confirmation on Miller's WBD claim has not reached WWE as this week as several top WWE executives were wondering if there has been anything said from the WBD side about potential interest in doing a deal with WWE. The belief is that WBD 
AEW deal throughout the end of the year. There has been speculation on WBD possibly having the rights to AEW through late 2024. And WWE's current TV deal with the USA Network for Raw and Fox for SmackDown will expire in 2024. And talks are set to begin soon. So WWE CEO Nick Khan has said USA parent company NBC Universal and Fox will have the, the right of the first refusal on the new deals. But we still could see another potential buyer involved, such as WBD. If NBCU and Fox fail to reach a deal within the exclusive time frame, then WWE could begin negotiating with others. Now, to conclude, it said it was noted last week how WWE and ESPN are having talks about working together in the future. The Endeavor accusation, I mean, acquisition and merger with UFC has supercharged interest in WWE among Hollywood circles, but it also increased overall interest in potential pro wrestling content elsewhere. Thin City. Steve, this was your article, man. What's your take on it? What do you think? So I think that this is uh, very, very interesting, especially uh, how we were just talking about Warner Brothers Discovery giving two more hours of programming to AEW. And then according to this executive, uh, I don't know if they would be interested uh, in having both AEW and WWE, to, uh, to paraphrase a quote there. Yeah, um, really interesting that, you know, everybody is just coming at this from so many different angles, and it really makes you wonder who actually knows what's going on right now, if anyone. And I just, I had to put this out there because if this would go through, then realistically, it does have the potential to be very good or very bad for pro wrestling. Obviously, AEW if uh, if they get supplanted and they're no longer on TBS or TNT, then all of a sudden they're without a home. But if WWE goes to TBS and TNT, then now you've got you know the outlets like USA that uh, would I'm sure be happy to pick up AEW programming. Um, it it just it's great how everything is just a revolving door and things just never stop moving. Um, because, yeah, no one knows what's going on until it actually happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's got to be pretty interesting. I'll jump over to you, Simon Street, uh, that it said that, um, I guess, PW Insider Notes, it said when Miller co uh, comments came out, a lot of people within WWE were immediately interested with some questioning whether there was anything to Miller's claim or was he just speculating. Man, that that's... Uh, <sighs> When you read that, what do you think? You know, the, many people in WWE offices were uh, thinking of themselves when uh, this kind of got out like that. Well, I would assume uh, right now everything's in a state of flux with, you know, WWE just trickling with the whole deal with Endeavor and getting details from that and even before that with a possible sale. There's always done. So they're probably used to it, first and foremost. But with regards to uh, Discovery, me personally, I might be the only asshole here, but uh, shit, man, if I can get more bang for my buck, I'm already pissed off at uh, Discovery because I'm paying for HBO Max, freaking top tier, and now these little greedy-ass piglets fucking want to add uh, adventure Discovery Channel premium channels, and now I got to pay $19.99 a month coming up. So, hell yeah, I had some fucking wrestling on, on the shit so I can kick, uh, you know, uh, uh, what you call it, 
the other streaming. You want to you want to drop you want to drop your cock. <laughs> what? You're, you're, you you want to get rid of your cock? That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. I got what you're saying. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, I want to drop my cock, man. I'm tired of it. Tired of paying for shit. I mean, although I got Cocaine Bear and I thought of Tony Khan when I watched Cocaine Bear, but it's a whole other story. <laughs> Matt Michaels, man, a, a lot of talk here, man. Uh, when, when you when you read about this, what what stood out to you most? What stood out to me most is that this is total just speculation and bullshit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't gonna know shit until it fucking happens. So, I you know. And by the way, Endeavor, again, Endeavor, ESPN, UFC, it fucking makes sense with that. So, you know, I don't know. Warner Brothers Discovery is so full of shit right now anyway. They can't afford the fucking WWE package deal that they're going to want. So, Travis, um, do you see any any good or or something bad coming out of this if, if it was to take place? I stopped listening after they said they would move raw off Mondays. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't never that ain't never happening ever. Good luck <laughs> that shit. I mean, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Oh, hey, I'm gonna create a new football team, but I don't want to play on Monday nights. Yeah, yeah, let's let's, it, let's let's make that happen again, as well. Travis, but then again, Travis, this is the same dumbass people that wanna redo all of uh, Harry Potter into a series. You just pissed off a whole bunch of damn people. They're doing some really crazy shit. I, I want to know who are these WWE people that were that were pissed off because I, I I can really uh or intrigued um because are we talking about the, the graphics guy or who, who are we talking about because it, it wasn't talent I can tell you that much you know so it, it was you know, was it the the, tr- the truck driver do I need to go back to the arena and ask them and get get the full results you know what like what's I mean it's it's you know. It, as as everyone says, it's, it's speculation and and for, uh, discovery is going through some major financial issues right now. Um, so that fifty two that they're going to give AEW is probably the last fifty two that they probably have in their in their bank account. And they're <laughs> they're hoping on Tony Khan to turn that around. But oh yeah, there, there's 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 it's it's I trust me. I think. Uh, I think the WWE NBC Universal marriage is just as strong as uh, maybe the marriage between Jay Z and Beyonce. You know, uh, yeah. so you know it's it's uh, there. It's it's a strong marriage. So I don't see uh, WWE and, and NBC parting ways in any form. You know, even if they even if the only thing they kept was NXT. You know, uh, Fox and Fox and WWE. I don't know. I, I've heard a lot about SmackDown, um, and we're, I think we're going to know very soon. I think we'll know by July. I'm going to say by July, we'll know something about SmackDown. Wow. Okay. Well, with that, we're going to move right over into our third topic here. And this one is an update on charges against Ted DiBiase Jr. All right, so let's uh, read a little bit on this one. It says, 
Now, more information has come to light following the former WWE star Ted DiBiase Jr. indictment. As previously reported, uh, DiBiase Jr. has been charged with, quote, one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and to commit theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, six counts of wire fraud, two counts of theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, and four counts of money laundering, end quote. Now, Perk Mike Johnson of PD Insider, DiBiase faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison on conspiracy charge and up to $250,000 fine, a maximum of 20 years in prison and up to a $250,000 fine on wire fraud counts. Additionally, he faced up to five years in prison and up to $250,000 fine for the charges of theft involving federal funds, a maximum of 10 years in prison and up to a $250,000 fine of charges of monetary transactions in excess of $10,000 with the proceeds of specified unlawful activity. In total, he faces up to potentially a 45 years in prison and a fine of a million dollars. Now, later, Johnson noted that DiBiase could face up to 80 years in prison because each wire fraud count has a maximum penalty of 20 years. Each count of theft and money laundering has a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. Now, DiBiase uh, plead uh, not guilty to all charges in court on April 20th and was released on an unsecured $10,000 bond. He must inform the court before changing his residence or phone number, and he was told not to break any laws while released. DBSC must also provide the court with a DNA sample if requested. WAPT-TV asked DBSC for comment when he was leaving the court. DBSC lawyer was unsuccessful in their attempt of stopping him from speaking. Per Johnson, DBSC says, quote, Jesus, love you, brother. God bless you, man. That's it. End quote. Now, uh, according to the prosecutor's DBS, he tested positive for marijuana uh, and Adderall the morning of his arrest. And DBS's attorney claimed the marijuana test result was a result of hip oil and a CBD gummy. Her DBS <laughs> attorneys, he has been diagnosed with ADHD and he's been using his brother's prescription Adderall. And DBS is due back in court on June 19th. Ted DiBiase Sr. also issued a statement which later deleted and references the charges without addressing them directly. And that seems to be it since it, I mean, um, Simon Street, this was yours. What was your take, man? First and foremost, when I looked up what this brother's net worth is, Ted DiBiase Jr.'s net worth was reported on CelebrityNetwork.com, $4 million. That then leads me to one of the uh, issues he had, which is an income guideline for TFAP, right? It's uh, basically, you know, along the lines of SNAP welfare. But anyways, if for those people who want some context, right, for a household of one, you have to make a monthly household income of 2500 let's just say, give or take, annual 30000 Two, it's 3500 Forty thousand annually, three, four thousand three hundred, right? A month, fifty, a little bit over fifty thousand. Bro, is you dumb? What the hell are you doing? If your net worth is four thousand, you stupid as hell. What you need to do is you should uh, call your boy Brett Favre and find out what lawyer did he have to get that shit. Cause Mississippi ain't fucking around. <laughs> you ain't taking no government aid. If you if you if your ass is paid. Don't take no government aid in Mississippi. So with, with that being said, man, seriously, 
Uh, I feel bad for this guy because as I was reading the article, as y'all were seeing too, when the impact was reading, dude has a lot of problems. And I know, you know, we can sit there and sit in judgment and cast, right? But some of these things were talked about when he was the last part of his WWE career, how he was struggling with a lot of demons, and we all are. You know what I mean? It, it just it just sucks to see it get like this because man, bruh, like you're gonna end up in, in prison like Mr. Chrisley. Just chilling up there, man. They are not they are not playing around. They are coming after people who was, you know, taking resources that should be for people who really could need it. So it's just very unfortunate. I kinda wanted to share it because I know it was something that was really big time talked about. I don't think he's gonna be as lucky as Favre on this one. Uh, you know, Favre was able to uh basically drop all the charges. Basically that was easy. that was back in I think October of twenty two. All right. Um, all right. Uh, Sin City. Um, I mean, we're talking up to 45 years in prison, up to a million dollar uh, fines. Um, what was your take when you read that this is what's been happening with uh, DiBiase uh, Jr.? So here's the thing is uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insider left out uh, a couple of very interesting facts about this case. Um, the fact is that, uh, you know, he is allegedly he's charged with uh stealing millions of dollars from the temporary assistance for needy families anti-poverty program that's set aside for underprivileged families and low-income people in mississippi who knew that ted dibiase jr and brett Favre were best fucking friends i know right <laughs> um the, the fact is yeah simon you said that you felt sorry for this guy i don't uh fuck this guy fuck this bullshit and uh yeah make an example out of him End of story. Fuck them. You don't steal from the poor. Matt Michaels. I mean, uh, <laughs> can DiBiase Jr. be like, hey, uh, uh, Brett Favre got away from this. Uh, I think I should be able to get away from this, too. I mean, you think that's something he can he can play that role in this, uh, this situation? Wasn't he in a stable with Cody Rhodes? Yep. Hmm. Legacy. Yeah, I, I, I guess we know who won that one. <laughs> I mean, after all, Cody Rhodes was the son of a son of a plumber, and you don't steal the money from the people's baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. Travis, man. Um DB Hossie Jr. Man, this don't look this don't look like it's gonna be a good look for him, man. Any any hope for him to uh, to get out of this? It's funny because I actually saw a video, the news uh, news piece video on this uh, two days ago before I even knew that this was gonna be a topic, and uh, they, they they caught DB Hossie coming out of the court with his lawyer, and I swear to God, I thought his lawyer was Smart Mark from. AEW. No no no, 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 I'm not joking. Like the dude looks like I really thought it was him. I'm like, wait, what's like, is this a, a work or something? Like, so yeah, he, uh, he may want to actually get a lawyer. You know, I think Clarence Mason from the Nation of Domination is still around. Um, if not, then maybe uh, you know, ask Vince for a favor and get uh, McDivitt. You know, so I don't, I don't know, but yeah, Otonga. What's Otonga doing now? I mean, have we forgotten? You know, I mean, not even he's so forgotten. Not even two K uses him in the video game. Like, not even his, his wrestling. You know, not even his wrestling moves. So, yeah, um, it sucks. You know, because you know we we, we all know Tibiasi. He he uh, 
obviously his father and obviously you know ted jr was a part of a you know interesting stable just you know maybe 10 years ago or so uh in wwe so but you know everyone has their issues you know just because you're some type of celebrity at some point you know you your issues may be hidden for a while, but they come out. So, as Steve said, fuck them. You're going to steal for the poor, you know. Might as well just, just go. I just, I just don't understand why he didn't be like, look, Pops, let me steal the million-dollar belt. I'm sure it's better than stealing from the Pope. I just don't understand. Because Pops don't have that million-dollar belt. I know. He's, like, he's, probably I know like, he, he's probably like, you let Virgil steal it from you. You know, <laughs> Virgil's not the best person to be a thief of anything. He's still trying to steal attention and ain't, ain't been successful yet. I wouldn't be surprised if Virgil is uh, somehow tied into this. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he was trying to receive the money that DiBiase was right. stealing. King of oh, Sauce Mountain strikes again. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Because those breadsticks, those breadsticks at Olive Garden, I tell you, <laughs> they're addicting. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, that's going to be hard. It ain't them bread skicks when you go into prison. I, I, I heard a bell. I mean, is this when I turn into Festus? Or is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I looked. I thought I, had a, I thought I had a doorbell on my door here. I looked back for a second. I'm like, wait, what's these bells going on here? That means that's the end of the three count, man. We got through it. And, uh, hey, real, real, real quick before I end the show, um, I just want to say one thing. Uh, I have not talked about this personally or publicly. It's the first time I'm saying this. Um, I have, you know, I don't comment on a lot of things when, when Facebook. I'm actually trying to to leave the Facebook world and just live my life on Instagram. But there's one thing I've been seeing pop up every time, once a week that I do blog into Facebook and everything. In all seriousness, um, I want to say to Mr. Matt Michaels, your transition um, of your weight loss, and you thought I was gonna say into a female, um, your transition of the weight loss and everything is amazing. You're looking great. Um, I'm proud of you, dude. Uh, uh, maybe keep me away from you when we go to Cracker Barrel, just order uh, maybe the half the half of the plate, and I'll eat the other half of the plate, you know, because <laughs> I could easily put that back on you. But um, no. Honestly, it's looking great. I'm proud of you, dude. Um, like I said, I, I haven't talked about this at all personally to him. This is the first time he's hearing about it. It's not a work or anything. Uh, and so, you know, keep it up. Keep it up. And maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, I don't know. I didn't have a rest of the sentence. <laughs> I was just like, but no, no. I, I, seriously, you, you look great, dude. And I, I wanted to get that out there for your viewers and everyone who's following you on, on social media that, that I'm very proud of you and so forth. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Maybe eventually, you, you know, you get to a certain weight and then Impact has to watch a Saudi Arabia show. Let's go for that, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but keep it up, dude. It's it's it's, it's awesome. So. Yeah, he definitely has an amazing uh, journey. And um, you um, – I know – God, we got so many podcasts, but I know you you recently did a a one with um, what is what's his name? Brian Milanis. Yes, do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So check that out. That was a very good interview, and we'll be following up with Brian in a couple months and uh, see where he is. Right, and Brian Milanis, man, he was a he was a big dude, man, a real big dude. Love love his skills. He was passionate in the ring. I. I 
I hate I don't get to uh, get to see him anymore out there, but you know, maybe after this transition, we get to, we will see him again. Who knows? But you should get a chance to take a listen to that interview. Um, that's good as well. But uh, I, I definitely did what uh, Travis says uh, there. Matt Michaels uh, continue just to to do the work, man. Looking good. We will. And DJ, you just got to give up pancakes. That's Ooh. how we start you. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> he has to give up Wingstop night. That's Ooh. what he got to do. Is that still a thing? Wow, that's been a thing for like 20 years. Look, no. Ever since I've known him. Look at his face. He's like, oh, hell Ever since no, I've known him. That's, that's what, what is no. it, 2023? It's been 23 years he's kept Wingstop in, stop in business. No wonder it's going around. He's going to cut it all off now. He's going to cut us all off now. No, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't even eat Wingstop as much as I used to. That was a thing. But um, now, yeah, I love AEW. So go ahead. <laughs> you know, if if I now it's usually it, it would be like, for example, maybe Backlash. But before Backlash, it would have been, <laughs> which is the next pay per view. <laughs> I know that, but I'm just saying, before that, it would have probably been it would WrestleMania. Been, <laughs> I was at Mania, so it couldn't have been there. So it maybe probably the pay per view before that. That's what I'm saying. But I don't. But it used to be a weekly thing, and I don't do that. But Michael, you are right. The that, pancakes could, uh, could definitely be something. And you know what's crazy? I don't. There even were that there were no wings at uh, the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have wings there either. So you know, just just I'm I'm a slow. I'm way on the slow slower path than Michael's. But uh, at some point, I'm sure I'll, I'll get there. You know, I, I'll, I'll you have see all, the pressure. I'll him. be all you, water. You see the pressure, and we he, he makes <laughs> it seem I'll, like, I'll like, like we, we we put him on the task. I, I'm going to be all waters eventually. So, um, all right, final thoughts and everything. Uh, let's go over to you, Simon Street. What you want to tell the people? Look, y'all, thank y'all so much for joining in and uh, with our playful banter. And, uh, you know, for all you thieves out there, man, you know, I get it. I get it. You lie, you cheat, you steal. But remember, a good, good quote from your boy, William Shakespeare. The Rob. That smiles steals something from the people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in other words, when they whooping your ass because you stole some shit and you got got. There you go. All right. Sin City, what you want to say? All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Special thanks to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And uh, last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout weight loss and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. How about you, Matt Michaels? Uh... You know, it's summer now in Vegas, so, yeah. Not much to say other than get ready for the heat, boys. Yes. Yep. It's on its way. Any last words for you, Travis? Who knows what hotel I'll be in next time I join you guys. <laughs> Hopefully the weather's better. <laughs> Hopefully. Right. But uh, if anyone wants to, uh, I am living my life on Instagram a lot. So um, I don't I forgot my Instagram name. Never mind. Whatever. (laughs) I really forgot my Instagram name. It's out there somewhere. Hey. Are you still at uh, at 1220 Raven? That would be it. Good job. Good job. At 1220 Raven. They can see my uh, meeting with Tony Khan tomorrow. 
from <laughs> begging for some uh, CM Punk tickets to the United Center. <laughs> All right, y'all. We have... I'm not cool enough to be on his, so. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.